This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Advisory Group. Today's show is titled, Is Your Retirement Prepared for a Bear Market? Today, we're going to talk a little bit about both bear and bull markets. The stock market has always been volatile and is about as unpredictable as the things that come out of your great uncle's mouth at the Thanksgiving dinner table. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That happened. But in reality, though, for the last eight and a half years, we've enjoyed one of the longest ever bull markets in history. While this streak has been great for investors, it's important to be prepared for the day that, you know, gravity inevitably brings the flying stock prices down back to earth. Um, You know, while we have a great bull market as of late, we don't know exactly when that bull uh, bear market is going to become upon us or when we're going to see a correction. Um, If we were able to know that, you know, we'd be living in Tahiti with uh, margaritas in our hands and uh, a bunch of uh, hula girls dancing around us, but that's well, not sure. reality. So we'll talk a little bit about both bear and bull markets. And at this time, I'd actually like to welcome to the show the one and only Mr. Tony Shore. How are yeah. you today, Tony? Well, I'm doing great, Baron. Thanks for asking. And a lot of people are glad that I'm the one and the only. That's for sure. Um <laughs> Uh, But thanks for having me on the show, guys. This is going to be a great show. And how timely. I mean, uh, we've had this bull market. I mean, in 2016, we hit record highs. And then again, this past year, uh, we've hit record highs. And it just kept going up and up and up. And so I know a lot of people are worried, you know, what goes up must come down. Um, So I think this is a good topic to talk about and discuss. Uh, because like like you said, Baron, we've been riding this high for over eight years now, and no one really knows when that other shoe is, is going to drop, right, Baron? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's definitely something that is important to be prepared for. You know, If you think back 30 years ago when Black Monday happened, uh, for those of you who might not remember or weren't around when that happened, on Monday, October 19th, 1987, uh, the stock markets around the world just plummeted. The Dow fell 22.6%, which was an equivalent of about a 5,000-point drop at current levels. Wow. Yeah, it became known as the single worst day in Wall Street history. And it's a good example of why you need to pre- be prepared for the day that the market drops again. You know, to be fair, analysts aren't saying that there's going to be any kind of a repeat of Black Monday you know, nor are they even saying that a bear market is about to happen. Um, again, we don't know if there's going to be a correction coming, you know, around the corner or six months from now or whenever it might be. 
But bear markets are a normal part of the ebb and flow of the investment markets. Um, Typically, bear markets are defined as when a given market declines at least 20% off of its peak, while a market correction is a fall of about 10%. Interesting. I've always wondered the difference, uh, the exact uh, point or percentage difference. So uh, you're saying a bear market, uh, which is a big fall like we had in 2008, is a drop of at least 20% from the peak, and a market correction is more around 10%. So uh, we haven't even had a real correction in a while, uh, let alone a bear market. It's been about eight years. Um, And Simon, uh, first of all, Simon, I haven't talked to you yet on the show today. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Tony. Thanks for asking. Keeping busy here at work and uh, we got a fun subject to talk about today. Yeah, we do. So I have a question for you about this topic, Simon. I I know this is a a one you guys deal with day in and day out, and you really follow this closely and help your clients with their investments. How often do market corrections and bear markets happen? Well, Tony, according to Ned Davis Research, from the nineteen from nineteen hundred through twenty thirteen, there's been a hundred and twenty three market corrections that happen. So that's about one per year. Uh, one of the investment groups, Gradient Investments, that we work with, and some of the listeners know put out some good information on that a year or two ago, maybe saying virtually the same thing, pointing out how often that actually happens and how kind of quickly sometimes it happens and we don't realize it. So the correction, which you talked about 10% or less happens about once a year. Meanwhile, during that same time frame, uh, they were doing the research on, there were 32 bear market corrections. So that's about one every three and a half years. I'd recently uh, come across some good research from one of the other investment groups that we work with, and Baron and I have related this to a lot of the clients lately. And it showed that literally every single decade in history since the market's inception, uh, there's been a correction of significance, which in their research they were calling 20% or greater, so a, uh, a bear market decline. It's been average during the last, whatever it is, 12, 13 decades it's been an average of just over two per decade and an average of a 37% decline. So some decades, there's only one, some decades, there's three. But on average, every single decade, there's two of those. And interestingly enough, in this current decade that we're in from 2010 to 2020, we have yet to have one. So we could easily be, of course, the first one in history, make history and anything's possible. But the reality is, how likely is it? So, you know, simply we should be prepared. That doesn't mean that a 2008 scenario is on the horizon by any stretch, just that we're well past due for a major correction. Um, And that's something that, you know, most of us already know and it comes up quite often. And that's something that, you know, a significant adjustment that we should be prepared for. Yeah. Good point. So you're talking about a bear market like we had in 2008 um, and we haven't had one for a while. Uh, But when a bear market does happen, how long does it typically last? Well, if you look at the most recent one that we've referenced here a couple of times, um, the most recent bear market was from October of 2007 all the way through March of 2009. So it was about 17 months that it was declining. And it was about another four years until the market actually got back to its original high where it was at in 2007. So it was more than a five-year period from decline to recovery with no real advancement during that time in the increase in the market overall. Since that's the most recent one, 
many going through this period recall that went through that same period, you know, they recall the tech bubble, which was only a few years before. And those are the ones that have kind of saved getting close to retirement. And, you know, that kind of stands out as fearful of that might be what's next to come. But the reality is, is that that's a pretty extreme example relative to overall history. You know, according to CNBC article, it was called eight things you need to know about bear markets. The market has recovered its value within an average of 10 months after most corrections. So the average bear market has lasted an average of 15 months. So you're talking about oh. usually a period of 15 months or so corrections for 10 months. Sure. So, you know, in the normal kind of average scenario that we're talking about, you know, the market's down for a year and up a year later, and it's kind of a two year period where we're back to where we were and moving on in a positive situation. And those 2008s are kind of more of the extreme situation, Tony. Yeah, that's true. Well, Baron, uh, what do you think usually causes these bear markets? Well, there's uh, a lot of different causes. Uh, for example, some kind of shock caused by politics, um, like the 1990 bear market that was set off by Iraq's invasion of Kuwait. They can also stem from when the market isn't able to support stock prices. An example of this would be when the internet and telecom bubbles burst in the post-2000 bear market from 2000 to 2002. Um, you know, we had quite a significant drop in the markets and that was due to the uh, tech crisis. There are also times when economic factors cause investors to change their minds, like the one that we just mentioned, the 2000, uh, October 2007 to March of 2009 bear market, when the housing market tanked. Market corrections can easily morph into bear markets due to investor psychology. So much of investing is about trying to guess what other investors may be thinking and adjust accordingly. So selling trends tend to give way to more selling. You know, pretty soon then everyone is just trying to sell and get out of their positions before they lose more value, which then in turn is going to make the stock market prices plummet in the short term. Yeah, and that's it's interesting. And uh, thanks for explaining that. It does make sense. Now, guys, and our time is just about up for this first segment of the show. Is there anything else you want to share before we take a quick break here? Well, Tony, you know, your financial life is important. It's not just something that should be left to the whims of the market volatility. You know, when it comes to working with a financial services professional, they should be able to assist you in creating financial plans that will work with your own unique situation and help ride out whatever storms are coming and whenever they come. For the uh, first 20 callers today, I think we'll do that color of money report. Uh, we've talked about that from time to time. It's going to come up here a little bit later in today's conversation. It helps give an analysis, a breakdown of what your risk is, what your current level of risk is uh, related to what your level of comfort is. Break down your assets, give you some insight into where you are versus where you should be. Highlight some points about retirement and preserving principle for things like uh, income and things like that in retirement. So first 20 callers today can check us out online at wellingtonadams.com or if there are 20 callers, they can call us at 855-793-2409. All right. Well, that sounds great, Simon. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald here on Financially Tuned. Did you know that your credit card information can be stolen by criminals from as far as 25 feet away? There is a solution. RFID blocking technology helps prevent cyber criminals from hacking your data by scrambling the wireless signal until you are ready to use your card. 
To learn how to protect your financial life with this complimentary RFID data blocker card, call Wellington Adams Investment Advisory at 855-793-2409 or visit wellingtonadams.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory and our co-host, Tony Shore. The title of this show is called Is Your Retirement Prepared for a Bear Market? In the first segment of the show, we talked about how we are pretty much about almost nine years into a bull market, how often corrections and bear markets happen, and what actually can cause bear markets. Wow. Yeah, you guys have gone over a lot. It's more than I thought. You can't just go out and buy a can of bear repellent. Uh, that's not gonna. That's well, you not can, gonna but take... it's not gonna help you when the stock market's going down, though. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're in the bull market, and we need to be prepared for if and when that bear market happens. Baron, thanks for the recap there, and we've talked a little bit about market corrections and these, uh, the worst one, the bear markets. Uh, let's talk about what this means for the average person, the average investor. I'd say I'm the average investor. How do we approach this? It's something certainly important to talk about, Tony. Statistically speaking, we're due for another bear market at any time because we're nine years into that current bull market we've been talking about. And this is kind of twice the post-1990 average during, uh, you know, between the bear markets from kind of the normal situation uh, length of time that those kind of have occurred. Now we're trying to, you know, we're not trying to be negative here in today's topic. You know, we want to point that out. We're not trying to instill fear in anybody. It's just that it would be silly to think that the bull market's going to continue forever. We should be prepared for reality. And it's at times like this kind of more than ever that it's important to be fundamental when it comes to your investments. And, you know, what we mean by that is that psychology is favoring a bear market, which means the farther and the more that time goes on, Fewer investors are willing to bet that stocks will continue to go up at the aggressive rates that they have been, especially with some of the more aggressive or speculative stocks that are out there. Also, when we go into a bear market, it's nearly impossible to time the bottom of a correction or a bear market. You know, in reality, there is really no way to know what other investors are thinking or what their emotions and how that will affect their decision making. You know, it's time to be smart, you know, as educated investors, you should establish your goals, base your investment decisions on what's likely to happen over the medium to long term, instead of trying to guess what other investors will be doing week in or, or month out. You know, it's, if, you, if you're approaching retirement, you know, put some safeguards in place, to protect your future income is something that's important to do and can help kind of alleviate some of the concern as you move forward. No, oh, that's a smart idea. What would you say then, Baron, uh, to those of us that might be near retirement, though, and, and what a possible bear market could mean for them? Well, one smart move you should make now is to ensure that your assets are properly allocated in regards to your tolerance for risk. I mean, you should actually be doing that at all times, but especially now, since the possibility of a correction or a bear market may take place um, sooner than later. You never want to end up in a situation where you haven't been regularly rebalancing your portfolio and that you've been investing more aggressively than you realize or are comfortable with. So to ensure that you're not taking on more risk than you intend to, it's important to confirm that your savings, you know, invested in retirement accounts fits in with your 
own specific desire for risk. In order to see how much risk you're comfortable with, um, we actually have, you can take our short 11 question survey called the color of money risk analysis, which basically is a risk tolerance questionnaire and that'll assess your financial picture and can provide a roadmap to your overall risk preferences. You know, once you have your score, we then can begin looking at how your savings are actually allocated today and your investments are allocated today and make sure that everything is lining up properly with your tolerance for risk. Uh, this sounds like a, a good approach then to make sure that our assets are in a good spot, regardless of the state of the market. I, I like it. So, uh, Simon, what's another tip you might give to those of us who are wanting to make sure that our retirement is going to be secure for this inevitable bear market? Well, Tony, another good thing to do is weed out any investments that you've acquired over the years, but now realize you know they might not fit quite right into your current long-term strategy, whether it's because you bought them or inherited them long ago, or if it's something you did more recent that you know seems to have some type of flaw for one reason or another. You shouldn't be afraid to sell positions or admit that something didn't work out the way that you thought. It's time to do some pruning in some of those situations. It's usually far easier to take a logical, informed approach to this when times are good, rather than when the market's tumbling and our emotions are more heavily weighing our on our decision making. This way, your investment portfolio is streamlined and you won't end up heading into a market downturn with an kind of unwieldy assortment of investments that won't be able to easily follow or manage effectively. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it can get complicated and it can get a little uh, cumbersome for s some, but I like the fact that we don't have to do this alone. Uh, you guys are there. This is what you do day in and day out. You can help us with this. Uh, and this has been a great discussion so far. Unfortunately, we're almost out of time for this segment. Uh, Baron, do you have any closing uh, comments before we take another quick break here? Yeah, Tony. I mean, our goal at Wellington Adams is to help our clients accomplish their income goals and set them up with the tools and the accounts that are going to help them succeed in reaching the retirement of their dreams. You know, oftentimes this means helping them ensure that their assets are properly aligned with their tolerance for risk, as we mentioned before. You know, we have the tools and the expertise that the client really needs to help keep their finances on track, regardless of the state of the market. You know, if you would like help with this process, please feel free to visit our website at www.wellingtonadams.com or call our office and you'll be able to receive that color of money risk analysis report at no you know charge to the client. Um, call our office at 855-793-2409. All right. Well, that sounds great, Baron. A great offer. I know that you and Simon are more than happy to meet with our listeners, give them a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation, sit down, see where they're at, talk to them about their planning and where their assets are allocated. Take that color of money risk analysis to make sure they're prepared for uh, the upcoming market changes that we uh, expect will happen. Now, uh, we do have to take a quick break, but listeners, stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to have more from Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard right here on Financially Tuned. When it comes to investing, it's helpful to have a financial professional on your side, one to help you organize your assets and gain an understanding of the pros and cons of any financial decision. 
At Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, we work with you to help you attain your goals and provide advice to help minimize the hazards you may face. Give our office a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us online at wellingtonadams.com. And welcome back, everyone, to our last segment of the show titled, Is Your Retirement Prepared for a Bear Market? We've been discussing the inevitable bear market and how you can prepare your investments for it. We've talked about how we are well into the ninth year of a bull market, how often corrections in bear markets happen, uh, some causes of bear markets, having the right fundamental approach when it comes to your investments can be crucial, and why it's important for your assets to be properly aligned with your risk tolerance. Well, Baron, this is great. It's been such a great show today. Really important information. And it's so important that we understand bear and bull markets and what's going to be happening with our investments. Um, Simon, maybe you could tell us more about how we can take steps to protect our savings from big losses. Well, Tony, there's really no way to fully protect your stock market portfolio from every type of stock market risk during every cycle of the stock market out there. You can, however, Take steps to ensure that your assets are diversified so that any hit that you may take will not really be detrimental to your overall retirement. We highly advise working with a trusted financial professional who's independent, is comfortable working both with safe investments, non-risk, as well as stock market portfolios, and has lots of options on both ends of the spectrum so that you can add some safety and protection if and when it's necessary for situations like protecting income needs. Since no two individual situations are alike and no bear markets are exactly identical, it helps to have a professional on your side you know, that'll be able to determine the proper investment strategy, the right mix of assets, and the right balance of safety, growth, and liquidity for you personally. Well, and that's good advice. So now, Baron, what do you have for us? Uh, what's another tip when we're dealing with a bear market? Well... Another thing you can do if you feel that the market is affecting your retirement savings um, is that you can adjust how you're tapping into your assets when you reach a point that you need to start withdrawing money from your portfolio. Traditionally, financial professionals will say that you should follow the 4% rule where you are withdrawing 4% from your savings in the first year of retirement and then gradually increasing that amount every year thereafter to keep up with inflation. And in doing that, there's a 90% chance that your money will last 30 years. However, that rule has really become outdated. More realistically now, when you take 3% out of the first year, then increase it every year for inflation, there is really only about a 50-50 chance that your money will last 30 years. So instead of just, you know, maybe just following that rule, you can be flexible and adjust your withdrawal rate accordingly. Um, for example, if you can get by on less income, you may want to drop your withdrawal rate when you're in the middle of a down market. You know, at Wellington Adams, Tony, we put together whole encompassing plans for our clients, as Simon mentioned before, that have both safe options as well as growth options that are incorporated into the plan so that when the market is doing you know, very, very well, the client can just pull their income from that side since the income taken out is basically just being replenished with the market growth. But when the market isn't doing well, 
you know, what we recommended is maybe stopping or lessening the amount or stopping taking the income from that side and then start taking income from the fixed side where we know what the interest rate is going to be. And that way we can allow the growth side to recoup as the market comes back. You know, I like to remind my clients that while you can't count on the good times lasting forever, you can find comfort in knowing that the inevitable downtimes, that they're not going to last forever, Tony. Well, and that's good to know that they won't. Simon, do you have any other tips that you'd like to talk about today? Well, it's just as important to remind yourself, Tony, that you can't get too hung up on how the market's doing day to day or in the short term. While it's important to pay attention to the degree of damage that a bear market might inflict on your long-term goals, it's also important to remember that what's going to happen in the aftermath is important as well, how you react. You know, particularly that stocks have a good chance to recoup the losses suffered in a downturn, as Baron kind of just pointed out a little bit. You know, If you go through a downturn and experience more of a loss than you're comfortable with, discuss it with your financial professional. Don't make some rash adjustment then. But wait for things to recover, get back to where they were, and then make necessary adjustments so that you don't go through that similar down time frame, um, those similar aches and pains, the nervousness that you did experience the first time around. It's all a learning process. You know, allow yourself to learn from each experience and move forward better and stronger and more informed on what's going on in your own financial life. Another thing is that while it may sound cheesy, you could write down a little note for yourself. Or do whatever that might help you um, stay cool, calm, and collected down the road. Remind yourself that when you put together the plan, it was there for a reason and that you need to stick with it and not let your emotion get, get the best of you. It's easy to be optimistic during these bull market periods, but you want to be able to remind yourself that everything is okay in the future when you might feel frazzled or nervous when stocks may be heading um, for a potentially significant bear market or the media is continuing to harp on the fear notes and make everybody more concerned than maybe is really necessary at that point. It may be smart to take a suggested cooling off period, you know, write down a plan for yourself that you'll wait for at least a week before making a decision to sell something or to make a drastic change to your retirement plan, no matter how strong that impulse might be there at the second. You know, lastly, Tony, allow your financial professional to be your coach. You know, hopefully you pick someone to work with that you trust and you're comfortable with. And these are the times that matters most to rely on them. And if you don't have that confidence now why things are going well, find someone before we get to one of those tough times. All right. Well, that's good advice. Unfortunately, we're completely out of time for today's show. Baron, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you uh, once more before we go? Well, uh, our listeners are able to reach us at our office telephone number, which is 855-793-2409, or they can touch base with us, reach out to us on our website, www.wellingtonadams.com. All right. Thank you so much. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Join us same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned next week. Take care and we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.